0: This is Laura Deirda with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Jody Coombs, Executive Vice President and COO of Children's Mercy Kansas City in Kansas City, Missouri. Jody, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, thank you, Laura. I'm thrilled to be here. Before we jump into the questions, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yes, um, so I've been a nurse for
1: 26 years. I started off in the neonatal ICU Um, and I've been in many children's hospitals throughout the course of my career, Um, and I am um, thrilled to be here. I have not only the clinical experience, but also the operational and administrative experience through my time of the last 26 years and um, have really spent a lot of time on quality and safety initiatives as well as lean
0: improvements. That's fantastic. Um, What are your top priorities as a COO?
1: Well, you know, I've been at Children's Mercy 16 months, and so uh, my priorities became radically different from when I started. Um, I really had to assume the responsibility of the incident commander when COVID, uh, when COVID hit and really helping the organization rally uh, in our responses. And, um, you know, the priorities that have really um, been in my forefront as a leader have not just been thinking about the operations. How do we make sure that kids get the care they need? They get access to uh, their clinic appointments or, or their um, hospitalization, the ED, et cetera, but also about the wellness of our employees. It's been over a year and this has been a long year um, and everybody's been stressed from one reason for one reason or another. Um, And when we think about, when I think about the wellness of our employees, I'm really thinking about how are they handling their personal life, their work life, the stress when they come to work. We've also um, at Children's Mercy and across the country, actually, have seen an uptick um, of behavioral health type patients um, where, you know, you don't think of little kids as, as um, you know, harming our staff and actually that is happening uh, today where where we um, have kids in crisis and um, they're very um, difficult to um, to treat and we it takes a lot of people to help these children and it also takes a big strain on our it's a big stress for our employees as well um, and so i've been thinking a lot about that but so that has become a priority um, another priority is really thinking about the volume that um, children's mercy is seeing um, we started to see our volume come back which is great because when COVID hit, we really saw people that were afraid to come into the hospital and seek care for their children. Um, I'm also thinking every day about the safety. Um, you know, I think of safety in two ways. I think of our patients' um, safety and I also think of our, our staff's safety. And so I'm thinking about that every, every day as a priority. Um, but that's really um, where my focus has been this year is really thinking about, um, how do we move the organization forward and, and get through this year, um, that we've spent so much, you know, time focusing on COVID.
0: That's really interesting to think about. And obviously it sounds like, you know, definitely a a very challenging time to really be starting off as the COO of Children's Mercy Kansas City. I'm wondering, you know, you mentioning, uh, talking about the personal work-life balance between your staff and obviously some of the bigger issues and challenges that they've been having over the past year. How are you working with them to try to make sure they have a, a good balance and they're um, in a place where they can treat their patients to the best of their ability given these extreme circumstances? What are you doing for the staff or what are you planning on doing in the very near future?
1: Yeah, we you know we always um, really did think of that we put the wellness of our staff um, you know, as a priority. But this year has taught us that we need to think differently about what that looks like. You know, when COVID first hit, we had, um, we had an area, a wellness area where staff could come, go and just decompress for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But really what we started to see is that was just a moment in time that we really needed to think about other things to support their overall wellness, knowing that if they didn't, feel well taken care of? How can they take, you know, care of their, of the patients and families that we serve? And so we've been doing wellness rounds. We're also really trying to think of how, you know, how we focus on joy. How do we help people find joy in their work again? Um, And, you know, in order to do that, you have to feel that you're being taken care of from a physiological and psychological safety um, that you feel like um, your employer is really thinking about you as well as, as the patients and families. Um, so we've been doing these uh, rounds for leaders to help them so they can help their employees. We've been doing, we round, um, you know, multiple times a day actually, in which we can uh, check on our employees. We also have other programs that we're we're really thinking about how we bolster in place. How do we, how do we um, offer sessions where people, employees can come and talk Privately, confidentially about what they're going through without fear of their, you know, um, fear of their job, being at jeopardy or things like that, but really creating that safe space for them. Um, most of our employees, when you hear the stories, it's not just about work. It's about something that's going on in their family or, or how COVID has really impacted, um, you know, maybe their spouse has lost a job or so forth. So we're actually putting a lot of emphasis into this wellness of our employees and thinking about that, so we're just in the um, in the stages of re- rethinking our current state and how we imagine the future state, so that we can ultimately get back to that joy at work. We can have our employees feel like you know they they love coming to work and you know and, and they feel well taken care of.
0: And that's really great to hear. Now I'm wondering more about Children's Mercy. Could you tell us a little bit about the hospital in Three Points of Pride? Yeah. Children's
1: Mercy has an amazing history. Um, Children's Mercy has been around for 120 years. It was, it was founded by two biological sisters who were pioneers in really how we care for kids. Um, and so Children's Mercy today takes great pride in the history of the Barry sisters and what they brought to bear and the legacy that we get to continue to carry on um, into its future. I think the really points of pride today that I have in Children's Mercy and all the employees who work here is really thinking about this year and the resiliency that every member has had to show. Whether you're, um, you know, working on the ground, your grounds crew, your nurse, you're a social worker, um, everyone has had to be extremely resilient. Um, I'm also proud that when you talk to any employee at Children's Mercy, their first point of pride is around the care that they provide for our patients and our families. Um, You feel it from the moment you walk in the door. In fact, when I interviewed 16 months ago, that was the first thing that was very palpable to me as a leader is that I could feel the pride that everybody I met had and and working here at such an amazing children's hospital. I'm also proud this year of folks um, really breaking down silos um they've worked you know many people have worked here their entire career but they hadn't worked with maybe a group before um, because there was a silo and and they hadn't had a chance to work and so covid really has taught us how important it is to break down those silos learn to work with a a diverse amount of people um and really solving the problem of you know how we were going to manage through covid um and taking care of our patients taking care of each other and that's that really um gives me a lot of pride um as being a new leader um that was something that i really cherish um and seeing how people leaned in um and quickly um wanted to do what was best for the organization um during a time of real uncertainty so they put their self, you know second to making sure that we were we had what we needed to um give the give the great care um that everyone is so um is so proud of um, here at Children's Mercy.
0: That's really great to hear. And obviously an ideal situation for any organization to know that they have people working for them are really proud to be there and, you know, are really thinking about the patients first. Uh, my last question here is what advice would you give to emerging leaders today?
1: That's a great question. Um, you know, as I've reflected on this a bit myself, I think that one of the things is, you know, healthcare is changing and COVID has definitely um, impacted that uh, significantly. And My advice would be, you know, lean on your core, use your core values, lean in um, to really, you know, um, use those core values to drive decisions um, that you make as a leader. I would say the second point would be, don't be afraid to show vulnerability. It's okay um, to not have all the answers. It's okay to be a little vulnerable. Um, so that staff see you as real. Um, I think that one uh, piece of feedback that I've had through this um, last year is that people saw that I cared. They saw that I was worried, that I was losing sleep at night. Um, and I think that they want to see leaders who are real and vulnerable. And I think um, the last piece of advice I'd really give is be visible. Um, you know, I round uh, multiple times a week. Um, being in my office leading isn't going to get you there. I think that being out, listening to um, your your teams, really learning from them, seeing the action in motion, um, is really um, is really critical at this time. I mean, um, I know it's hard because some people are working from home, but I think really making a point, especially in healthcare, to be out there and being visible um, would be my last piece of advice.
0: And that's a great thing to think about in terms of being able to uh, be connected to those that you're working with, those on the te- teams and those who are on the front lines, um, to really have a good understanding of what's going on and, and what you need in order to help the organization succeed. Jody, thank you so much for being here. This has been a really fascinating discussion. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Yeah, thank you so much.